everyone. Welcome or welcome back to the Talk of Fame podcast with Kai Tini. And today's guest on the podcast is very exciting because we are joined by an expert in network marketing and a former basketball player, Jay Warren. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast, Jay. I'm so excited to have you on. Well, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. I mean, it's it's a pleasure and honor to be on here. So thank you. Thank you so much. And like, how did you kind of start out as like a basketball player and also being like an expert in network marketing? Because of course, like those two things are very opposite in terms of like professionally and everything. So like, how did you kind of like start out and be with those two things? Um, so uh, with basketball, um, I guess I, I, I wanted, I decided to become a pro, I would say like right in the middle. I said like middle, but probably like my junior, senior year. Uh, I was like, I, let me give this pro thing a shot. And um, so I went to like a lot of camps and stuff like that. And then just, you know, network with people, which, you know, kind of bring me into the network marketing thing. That's kind of how I got into network marketing. It's just, uh, um, it, it's similar in a way where, you know, it's team building activities. So when once you get, you know, once you're built, when you're building a business or you're building a network marketing business, it's team building. So Yes, you start the business by yourself, uh, for yourself, but not by yourself. So a lot of people, when you start, um, you know, working together and networking, and you see that you know there's a lot of team building going on. So it's not really that far, far. Uh, it's not as different as a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. Like, what did you like? End up getting drafted, or did you just like play for our college and then like en- like end up like switching over to network marketing? So I, I I played college uh, and I did not get drafted. Um, I always have the joke that the reason why I didn't get drafted because I uh, I graduated in two thousand three and that was uh, that's like the debatable like the first second third best class ever. That's like with LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, you know Carmelo Anthony. So I always joke that yeah I was probably not going to get picked, but um, I end up playing uh, overseas. So I went to, you know, countries in Latin America, South America. And I just kept going east and ended up playing 13 years overseas. So, Ooh, sweet. Like, was it, like, different from, like, basketball down there overseas, different from the U.S. basketball and how it's played? Because I know, like, with different countries, especially in the east, like, they kind of sometimes play a little bit differently than how we do it in the U.S. Um, yeah, it's definitely taught differently um, if – uh if you look at basketball now especially like in the nba like the world has caught up with us as far as i mean we probably still have uh you know athletic most athletic players in the world but as far as talent the talent is right there so um and you can see that when uh you know we play in the olympics or the uh the, the world games the world cup a basketball world cup you can always see that the world has caught up with the U.S. So there's a lot of people who don't want to admit it. But if you pay attention, then you can see that uh, you know the world has caught up with the U.S. in, in basketball. Mm, I feel like with everything going on, I feel like especially with the players we have now, like Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, and every player we have, especially nowadays, like well, especially LeBron with being as old as he is and playing for about like, Especially say like he been got dropped in 2000, 2003 and now twenty twenty three he's been playing for about twenty years now, and play for yeah, about four years. different teams and like if you see the way when he started out and how it changed over the duration of twenty years like you can see like comparison from like the way the game played two thousand three to now twenty twenty three twenty years later. Oh yeah, 
Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, credit to LeBron to be able to evolve with the game because, yeah, the game, the way it's played now is definitely not the game when it was played when he got drafted. And, um, you know, I mean, it, it's it's fun. If you're a basketball fan, it's fun to watch. If you are, you know, there's a lot of old school guys who are just stuck like, no, this is the way you play basketball and this is basketball. Um, it's the same thing like, you know, like an interview, you know, like, you know, a podcast. Like people weren't having podcasts back in the day. You listen yeah. to the radio. You know, you know what I mean? So just there's an evolution of a way to, you know, communicate and get information and content out there. So same thing with basketball. Like there's been an evolution of the game and there's a lot of people who haven't accepted it. And there's people who have accepted it and been able to thrive. And, you know, LeBron James is, you know, he's one of those guys. Mm, he really is. And like in terms of like network marketing, like what's kind of like your go to like strategy for it? Like, do you have kind of like a go to strategy or do you kind of like go to different ones for depending on the person? Um. So, yeah, no, um, the the strategy of network marketing, it's very simple. Um, it's you just talk to people um, and you talk to people just to see where they're at in life, uh, you know, with their business. And one of the things that uh, the strategy that I use. Uh, I just ask if they're open to taking a look, um, you know, so a lot of network marketers, you know, they just want to get people in their business. Hey, you're going to be a great fit on my team. You can do this on my team. You do that on my team. And I don't take that approach. I don't take that strategy. I just, just want to see if they are open to taking a look. If they are great, if not, it's, it's okay. But it doesn't mean, unless they're like really negative to me and really uh, like, I don't like their energy then I'll just address, you know, I'll come back to them, you know, you know, a month later, three months later, six months later, especially when, you know, you start getting results and it's getting rolling. Um, you just, you know, just come back and be like, hey, this is, you know, you know, I, I've helped this person get, you know, extra thousand dollars a month. You know, are you sure you don't want to take a look or, you know, this, you know, I got, you know, four people on my team making five grand a month. Uh, you know, you sure you don't want to take a look. So, you know, it just uh, you just ask the see if people are open to taking a look at what it is that you're doing um and then that's just been my strategy so mm -hmm. I, i'm not trying to hard sell anybody or you know convince anybody that network marketing is the best business out there it's just i just ask them if they're going to open to take a look mm -hmm. like has that strategy like worked for you once you started it or it's kind of like it has like oh it works the one day then doesn't work the other day type of thing no, it's just like, um, it, I mean, it, it's, uh, I would say in the beginning when I started my network marketing career, like I listened to, you know, my upline and uh, people who were just like, hey, just get in front of the presentation, you know, just get in front of the, you know, more hard close them. And um, the energy and the vibe that I got from that, it wasn't uh, authentic because I don't want to, like me, I wasn't big on making people or pushing people into a business or pushing something they didn't want to do because what ends up happening uh, and i've seen this in my career what ends up happening is that they're going to end up quitting anyway because they they don't want to do it so yeah. that's why um i always ask to see if they're open um and even if they fall off in the business you know three months six months um then and you can help them especially when they're on the team you there's strategies to help them you know get them back on, on course and get, you know, it's not like a, like I said, like a forced sales strategy, uh, a forced sales strategy, but it's a way that you can uh, communicate with them to get them rolling. you know, even if, you know, if, if even if they don't get up to a, a quick start. Mm -hmm. Like, especially with this generation, like a lot of people, even before they even start, like to quit things before they even try it. And that's like, like growing up, especially in the 21st century, 
like for me, like I was like, okay, well, before I start it, I'm not going to do it, even though this person asked me to do it type of thing. And yeah. like with, with especially a network strategy and everything involved with it, it can be like at first very difficult and like trying to learn all aspects of one possible thing like network marketing. It can be like, okay, well, what is network marketing at first? You know what I mean? But if, like people are wondering, like, what is network marketing? Like, how would you like you explain it? So, uh, I mean, net- network marketing, it's uh, it- it's simple. So the way I would explain it, it is, um, you know, it's a community that you're building uh, with like-minded people that want to build a business. And um, you, if, if you make a sale and they stay on as a member, then you get residual income for, you know, basically the rest of your life. Um, so you're building a team. So it's not just your efforts, it's your, your team's effort. So a lot of people, you know, think that I got to do this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying there isn't work to be done. You do have to do a lot of work mm-hmm. to get it up and going. I mean, that's just, that's just with any business. And that's what just work in general. Like if you, yeah. you know, if you got a gym membership, you know, and you're like, well, I haven't lost any weight. Well, have you went to the gym? You know, have you actually did exercises? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing in business and the same thing in network marketing. Like there's work to be done, but the only difference is that you are getting paid off uh, other people's efforts on your team, you know, while you're building, while they're building. And then once you have established that, then you can help, you know, then you're searching for leaders. Now you're searching for leaders because there's some people who are just going to stay customers. You know, you'll have, you can have, you know, thousands of, you know, hundreds of thousands of customers, but then you're now you're looking for the leaders on your team to help them build because there's people, there's leaders who want to help other leaders. So you start searching out for leaders, you know, within your organization, and then you help them to get to their next level. But, you know, it's, that's basically what network marketing is. is just, you, you know, you make a sale once and you get paid of not just your efforts, but your team's efforts for uh, basically forever. Mm-hmm. You know, like what I like what you said before is that like, especially network marketing and everything involved with it, like there's always have to be work to be done. And it does is not network marketing, but like any work in general, like it wasn't saying you're in podcasting or playing basketball or trying to make it to the pros, for example. Like you there's work that you have to live up to being a pro. Like LeBron James didn't go up to being a pros and being as good as he is without practice like like i think you practice like multiple times a day or like depending on i know with every basketball player is different but like with him like he's not as good as he is right now with that practice since he like totally. started out when he was a little kid or i don't know how old he started but i know he started when he was a kid but yeah. it's like no matter like if what business or what you're doing with or like kind of what career field you're going or or you're an athlete like baseball basketball soccer or football, like there's always work to be in to live up to that goal and expectation. Do you want to live and stuff? Because not you're not gonna be good in a day or be a pro in a day. Like that's not possible unless like you work hard for it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think that there's an idea, especially with media now, that you can be a pro in a day because you can edit it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but sure. and, you know, in reality, it, obviously, it, you know, it's, you know, I mean, I think Toby's the one that said it. it's like, you know, you just get better, you know, every, you know, every single day. And over time, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not talking time, like, you know, two months, three months, four months over time, five years, seven years, eight years, nine period. That's when you start looking at the body of work. So, 
And, and so if you go in with that mindset, then you're going to be a lot more successful than just, you know, like if you're in network marketing, trying to get rich quick, or if you're trying to become a pro in anything, you know, a pro, um, you know, podcaster, a pro entrepreneur, a pro businessman, you know, a pro, you know, basketball, baseball, like whatever pro you're trying to be, like it's, it doesn't happen overnight. You just mm -hmm. have to get better every single day. You just look to get better every single day, but you do have to be immersed in your industry. You got to understand what's going on. So you, you were talking about the LeBron James example, like he, it's just not him training, you know, he, you know, there's studies or stuff online where he spends, you know, $1.5 million on his body. Mm -hmm. um, so that's just not just training, that's nutrition, that's, you know, so he can get proper sleep, that's so he can get, uh, you know, recovery. I mean, you know, like there, there's, uh, all the stuff that he's spending is because it has been able to uh, enable him to play, you know, 20 years in the NBA, you know, and I mean, which is, which is amazing, you know, like mm -hmm. there's people who break down, you know, in their, you know, early thirties, you know, 30, 34, yeah. 35. And they're like, oh, my body won't take it anymore. Like LeBron James is what, 38, he's about to be 40. And he's, yeah. you know, he's like, you play another, you know, like a Tom Brady, play another yeah. three or four or five years. It's, it's mm -hmm. amazing. Like, I honestly won't be surprised if Tom Brady comes out another retirement again, like before, the <laughs> like you did last year when you retired and like a month later you retire on retire. So I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron James end up quitting for a year to come back like Tom Brady did. Yeah, well, 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 we'll, we'll see. I know that the, the word on the street, you know, through media is that he wants to play with his son. So we're, we're mm -hmm. you know, I'm Back and what we'll see. Yeah, like because I saw like his son committed to USC, so he knows like maybe like maybe like next four years to get drafted, or maybe earlier depending on like the NBA if he's allowed to get drafted. Be some players might get drafted sometimes earlier, but so, like who knows? He might last another at least four years. So let's yeah. let's hope he at least gets to play with his son, or even maybe against his son. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, how did you kind of like build like your knowledge to help other people in networking? Um, so it's it's just through basic training. So um, uh, how I help build is just you know I I, I train them. So um, I, I train them in a way you know I, I train online and offline uh tactics and strategies and see what uh, works best for them. So there you know maybe people who um, can, can communicate well through online, you know, and there's some people who are older who refuse to go online, but they want to, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, you experience that too. Like they refuse okay. to go online. They probably never listen to a podcast, right? Yeah. But they, but they, they believe in that quote unquote old school strategy. So you just teach them the offline strategies to help them build their business. So there, there's strategies in, in both, um, both aspects, but you just uh, you you not only just train them, you have to get them around other people and other you know create that community, create that training where up you up there seeing results within other people, and then they start having that belief in themselves that you know hey like you know if she can do it you know I can do it or if he can do it mm -hmm. I can do it. So yeah, like I like what you said because like. Even though, like, when some people see on social media, like, oh, this person got this opportunity or, like, they're just growing their platform. I got famous off of one video. And, like, how can I get famous off of one video? And that is really all dedication. I know, like, what a lot of people, like, old school people, they're, like, 
oh, I can only, I can't go on social media like Zoom like we are doing right now. Because like growing up, like a lot of our elders, I'm sure like it's for you the same as well. But like our families really didn't grow up with social media like me and you have kind of. And stuff like so like it's pretty new to basically not only us as um Gen Z, but it's like it's also very new to people that are our elders and our families. Because of course, like sometimes, especially during a pandemic, I would literally go on Zoom call with my aunts and my families that I look close to to literally teach them how to do Zoom and other do things. Like like be sometimes like when especially during the pandemic, like they didn't know how to like go on Zoom meets. We were so used to going to things in person that like they're like, what's the point of Zoom? Like, why do we need go on Zoom? But then like that's why the really pandemic started because like everything was on Zoom or even Google Meet or on FaceTime. Like not not everything was virtual until we went to pandemic in March 2020. Absolutely, yeah. And that, and the thing is, you're saying all that. And you all you have to do is like, hey, click this link, and you know they would struggle just clicking the link. He's like, I created everything. Just click the link and get on. And they're like, uh, what link are you talking about? So yes, yeah, it's it's you know with that um you know the generation you know above above us. I don't know if you say above since they're older or below since they're older. I don't know, but the generate the generation uh, before us, I would say yeah. they yeah they struggle with uh you know. Even, I mean, they, I think if you walk them through it a couple of times and they're, they're cool, but yeah, they still, they, like I said, they would rather have a conversation like this in person rather than click a link and get on Zoom. But mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. 2020 changed everything. I know. Like, did, like, do you do like things in person or do you just do it all like on virtual? Um, I do both. Uh, and, you know, because it's, it's, you know, going back to what you said, it's part of the strategy because there are some people who, um, uh likes still like the face-to-face um me personally uh i like you know doing zooms and i like doing online stuff because i can get through you know things a lot faster yeah um you know, i don't want to drive you know i don't want to drive you know you know three hours around town and all these meetings when i can you know get in front of a camera and then you know talk to somebody or send somebody a link get them on the phone and then see if they're open uh you know open to uh, starting and signing up or open to be, be part of business or not, I can do that, you know, within an hour, I can go through, you know, 50 people, you know, mm-hmm. you, you yeah, it, cause it's just, it's a lot faster for me, but I know there's not a lot of people who uh, don't like doing that. You know, they like to do the one-on-one and stuff like that. So um, the way I, I would leverage that is um, if they go do the one-on-one, then I, they can just get me on the phone or, you know, or they can FaceTime me and then I can answer any objections that they have. So, um, like, that's what I said. I, I try to learn as much as possible so I can train, you know, people on my team to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, for me, like, I do both in-person and virtual interviews. Like, from, like, I started a different series a couple weeks ago where I interviewed people in my area. But it's, like, for me, I feel like, interviews online are more easier and faster so you can get more things done I felt (laughs) like even though I love doing in-person interviews and basically having that in-person face-to-face connection type of thing but sometimes like it takes like the time you get to the place where you're doing an interview and basically like coming back and doing something else or like an interview or something like 
like whatever work you have to do, whatever you have going on that day, <laughs> this saves up like it takes up a lot of your time going there. Let's just say twenty minutes and doing an interview for a half hour, then drive back another twenty minutes. And like yeah. with virtual, like you only let's just say we're on a Zoom meeting for a half hour. Like once you get done, like I can just go on um to my Gmail and answer emails how, with how many emails I have, or like it's much more faster. Like to get things done if you're doing it virtually rather than in person interviews. Absolutely, absolutely, and then and that's the thing. And so, with that being said, it's easier to teach that too. So after you do it, then you can turn around and teach that person how to do it, so you can so they can leverage their time. Because yes, you you like you're saying like I mean some people do like it, so I'm not gonna knock anybody who um, does you know likes to do the one on one, drive thirty minutes here, drive thirty minutes there. I won't ever knock that. I just, the thing is, is like, um, especially in the, the business and the game of network marketing, like I always teach, you want to uh, always talk about and teaching duplication. So what is it that I'm doing that you can do, that you can teach so it leverages your time? So you're not spending, you know, three or four hours trying to close one person. You know, you can, you know, go through, you know, like I said, 50 people in an hour, you know, close one or two, Three, four, four, well, however many that number is, and then you can go through another fifty the next hour if you want, and do the exact same thing. So it's just you know, but it's, it's all about teaching te duplication. You want the person who you are speaking with to be able they're watching you because people are watching you anyways. People are watching you regardless. Mm -hmm. So you want them to watch you, see what it is that they see what it is that you're doing, and if they if they if they watch you and they see like oh I can do that, you'll have a higher chance of signing them up. Exactly. And like, was it kind of like a challenge for you to go from like a basketball player into helping people in networking marketing? Like, was it kind of like a challenge to go from one thing to another? Um, In the beginning, yes, because, uh, you know, I didn't know while I was playing that I was running a business, so to speak, you know, because, uh, you know, like when you're a basketball player, uh, you're still an employee. But like when you are traveling and um going to you know like you gotta you know you know find your next job or get find your next contract so to speak then you end up finding out that you're more of a business business person than an employee yes you're working for you know a club team or organization or all that stuff however um you know like i would say halfway in my career that's when you that's what i was thinking like hold on wait like yes i may be an you know an, an employee but like I'm running a business. So the skills that you pick up or that I picked up, I can speak for myself. I won't speak for any other uh, pros out there, but the skills that you pick up during that time, it helps you translate and helps that transition when you start running, you know, a business. So once you start thinking like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm running a business over here, you know, in my professional stuff, I just use the same uh, tools, the same knowledge I learned over here, bring it over here to the business world. And it's the exact same thing. Oh, it is the exact same thing in terms of like traveling and moving all over, like times like like a job type of thing. Well, it's more not. Well, it can be like, but what I mean is in a in a in a a way where um like the the daily activities you do every day to prepare for a game, you know, practicing a game is the same daily stuff that you do you prepare in business. So the like the stuff that you're doing. To prepare, you know, the stuff that you're doing in practice to prepare, prepare for a game is the same thing is the same stuff that you're doing. So, like, 
Um, you know, the training that, you know, I teach is when you do that training, it's the same thing that you go out and go out there when you're trying to sponsor and recruit people into your business. So you learn these uh, sales methods, you know, and you practice communicating with, you know, other people. And then when you practice that, then you put it into the real life, the real world. And then when you bring those people back into the training, then they say like, oh, this is the way how you build it. This is the way what you do. This is, you know, this is how you answer these objections. This is how, you know, so now you have a community of people who think alike, who are working alike, and then they go off and they're bringing their network. And does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, like that made it more times better because like in terms of like, let's just say like, I don't know, like some like challenges and some of like training, like, and like because I know like with like going from one area to another, it can be very difficult. Like in terms of like going from like a basketball player to basically networking, even though you travel a lot, like even both areas is basically the same thing. Like with terms of traveling, but then like you're from the basketball player's perspective, like you just like you're traveling, like playing basketball and all these things every single day but when you're networking you're just doing basically research and learning and then teaching other people you know so um so when you're and so in the basketball aspect you are networking because that's how you're finding your other jobs you you see what i'm saying that's how you're getting your other contracts yeah so you so after you play games you know you're talking to the coaches you're talking to gms you're talking to other players uh, it, like you, you know, because it's not it's not guaranteed that that team is going to bring you back. I mean, you see that with you know, I was talking, I was saying this to um, uh, uh, was it my nephew? It was my nephew or his friend, whatever. Like you know, the the Lucas of the world, the LeBron James of the world, uh, the Steph Curry's of the world. Like those are the one percenters. Like those, they they have a lot more say so than say uh, who's in LA, like the and Austin Reed or uh, an Alex Caruso or uh, Bruce Brown, you know, like these, you know, these guys, even though they're the top, probably the top 5% in the the basketball space, you know, top five, 4%, they don't have a lot of say so like a LeBron James or so there, there are different levels to that. So, you you know, you got to understand that, um, you know, like, you know, if you want to take control of your career, like obviously network marketing, you can do that. It's harder, like, in you know, like if you're working for, you know, like Microsoft or, you know, Apple or something like that, like, you know, like when you're an employee, it's, it's a lot harder to kind of take control of your career like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. And like, where are we No, I, I know, I know I said, you know, I was here and there, so I just want to make sure that it made sense. I was yeah, kind of over here. I, I yeah. like literally, like, I'm like so desperate at learning that's like, whatever people say about network marketing, like, I'm like, please explain as much as you can like i'll take any knowledge yeah, okay <laughs> because i'm like because i'm like for me i love networking so i'm like as much more i learn the more experience i get you know what i mean yes absolutely yeah and, and you know and that and i think that's you know because um there's uh you know there's two parts in network marketing so there's the networking part where you know you just go out and talk to people have conversations with people um, like I said, see where they are in their lives, see if they're open. And then there's a marketing part where you're marketing to a specific um, uh, audience. And that will be a higher conversion because you're talking to people who already are looking or talking to people who are already learning how want to know how to build. So you market to a certain uh, audience and that, you know, that's when your conversions will go higher. But you network with everyone. 
because you know you never know by talking to people you never know who it is that you're going to meet Mm-hmm, exactly and like where are some ways like you train people in this area is there like any specific things you start with or is there like different things you teach depending on a person so yeah so i mean i i created a training video um you know it's basically you know the steps that you need to you know to get started um so um i usually once you know they're in then i send them the video and, sh- you know, like, here are the steps to, you know, to get started because, uh, you know, when, you know, somebody's investing, we're trying to, you know, make sure they get their investment back as, you know, as quick as possible. But, you know, you know, we usually have a, a training video that teaches them, like, hey, here are the steps to get started. But there's also people who don't sign up in my network marketing business, and I send them to a- another place on how they build a business online. So I have two avenues where... I, I can help people and either send them to like uh, a training video that I, that I created or another, uh, uh, another video that, um, that a uh, community I'm a part of that can help them build their business as well. Ooh, that sounds interesting though. Like, like what in case like they like don't want, like they can like learn before the business, before it even start to make sure it's like fit for them. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always, I always the thing is, is like as, as much as I, you know, I, like I would go through, you know, you know, the tricks, and, you know, or whatever you want to say to, you know, get them to sign up. But like at the end of the day, all I'm doing is trying to help them build their business. Mm-hmm. And you know, people, people will feel that like even if they don't sign up with me, like my goal is to help them get to their goals. Mm-hmm. That's all like that's the part of our work is that like we're helping other people succeed when like other people can't. You know, I mean, it's like, it was like when we start out, we're, like, we're just like, we're in the same position as them trying to learn. And then like, once we get the experience, we try to help them as well, you know? So it's like, like they will kind of get to experience what we did in the same perspective. Absolutely. Yep. And like, what is some advice for like basketball players or, or people that are kind of looking like to expand like their network marketing? And that's the last thing I have for you, by the way. Um, so, uh, repeat the question real quick. I'm sorry. Um, like what is some advice for like basketball players or people looking to expand their network marketing? Um, so the, the advice I always give is like, you know, like look for, you know, training, look for a community and look for the culture because, and look for that, for that's going to be best fit for you. Because, you know, the training has to be good. That's going to help you get from, you know, point A to point B and then point B to point C all the way to where you're trying to get to meet your goals, the community and the people that you're around. So, you know, there's a lot of people in the in the industry who are in it, but it, they still have a negative vibe around it. So, you know, you don't want to be around people who are, you know, complaining about it's like, oh, well, he didn't sign up with me or oh, she didn't sign up with me. She went over there, that company. She went over there. I was like, no, it's just like, you know, root for them because, you know, you want, you know, you want the, you know, like if you're really, you know, uh, I would say a, a positive business owner, like you want, you root for them to be successful because the thing is like, you know, that's what, like when you're networking, you never know, like it may, that's what I'm saying, it may come back around where, you know, the, an opportunity may open up for yourself and your family or whatever. So, you know, you know, that community and that culture and that environment matters, you know, so, and that's what I'm saying, that's the last thing is the culture is like, you know, like there's that Jim Rohn quote that, you know, you're the five people that you hang out with. So if you're creating a culture 
with that low vibration and people who don't think big, you know, like a lot of people want to be the smartest person in the room. Like I've, like I'm, I, I never want to be the smartest person in the room, you know, and I'm not, you know, I, I always want to be, I always like want to go out and be the next, you know, I want to see who's doing better than me, who's doing more ideas that I have never thought of that they're thinking about in their community, not just uh, talking about it, but they're executing on it because it gives me bigger ideas to how I can help other people. So, you know, you, you know, you, you know, you get knowledge from the people who have done it, you know, you train on it, you learn it, and then you pass it to people and be like, hey, you know, this person's doing it. I'm I'm doing it. I'm learning it. Let's let's get as many people plugged in as, as possible to, to learn what it is that, you know, you know, wh whoever wants to think bigger, because but there's some people who don't want to think bigger as well. So I just that's what I'm saying. I don't, you know, try to push them into anything. I, I just whenever they're ready. That's when I uh, bring them over. Mm -hmm. That is so well said. And like, I can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast. I'm so happy like meeting with guy to connect. And thank you, if Victor, if you're watching this, thank you for connecting us. Uh, and and <laughs> I really appreciate your time. And thank you everyone for listening. Make sure to check Jay out. And like, where can people find you on social media or check out your business if they're looking to connect? So uh, askjwarren.com is my website. You know, I have a lot of offers and training on there. Uh, that's my blog post and my website. And then if you want to connect with me on social media, just go to askjwarren. I'm on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter. So you can just reach out to me and, uh, you know, I'll answer whatever. Perfect. So everyone go check them out. And thank you everyone for listening. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you, Jay, for coming on. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. Have a great rest of your day, Jay. Right, you too. Bye. Mm -hmm.